today's topic is about privacy. Privacy for all. Entertainers, non-entertainers. Do we have enough of it? You know, I think in the world of technology, we don't. We're constantly being recorded. You know, whether we're in our own homes, we're out in public, when we're driving, everywhere we go, there's somebody watching us. That makes me feel very uncomfortable. Back before technology became a big deal, in the good old days, as I like to call it, you didn't have to worry about someone watching you, following your every movements, recording everything you say. Right now they're doing it. And to me, that's why I said, and I had this conversation with my colleague, too much technology is not good. It's good, but it's not good. There are disadvantages and advantages. We lived at a time where we were free to do anything we wanted and not have to be worried about, is someone watching us? You know, because nowadays you just don't know anymore. Right now, as I'm talking to you, there could be something going on. Somebody could be recording me. There could be a hidden camera somewhere that we don't know about. Even when you're driving, how safe are you? Think, okay, I'm having a conversation with someone private in the car, but can anybody hear? We're not talking anything secretive. But again, privacy is important. But I want to focus more on the, the entertainment world. Let's talk about the paparazzi. Now, we're going to talk about two different people. The first one is the late Princess Diana, a beautiful woman who couldn't have a normal life because everywhere she went, when she walked out the door, boom, those reporters and the paparazzi were there chasing her. She couldn't have a normal life. For crying out loud, what is wrong with that picture? You know, I really believe when she passed, that her death could have been prevented. You know what I think happened? Now, there are different theories as to how she passed. My thing, I've watched all the, the specials and they come up with new evidence and stuff. I really believe paparazzi had a play in her death. She never had, quote, privacy. So I think privacy is important, whether you're up there in the spotlight or even behind the spotlight. Everyone deserves privacy, but when it comes to reporters, paparazzi, camera people, shoving a camera in your face, taking pictures, chasing you, come on. Back off. That's what I would say. And I think they were responsible. They chased them into the tunnel. Driver couldn't get away fast enough. Now they're saying that the driver was drunk. There's blood, blood alcohol was, was high. He was driving at a very high rate of speed in the tunnel. Maybe he was. But I still believe, my theory is, paparazzi was responsible for her death. And after when, when, when she passed, one of the actors from Hub, I think George Clooney, attacked the paparazzi in her honor. Like, you know, you can't have a private life. When you're in the spotlight, you're always being chased. You can't go to the store. You can't do the things that you normally would, that we normally have the advantage of, of doing. You think we can go to the store, we can do this, we can run our errands. Treat everybody as normal, number one. And number two, back off. Reporters have nothing better to do than wait for someone to come out, walk out that door, and just start chasing them. Would you like cameras in your face? I wouldn't. But you think about this. Yeah, they have a job to do too. But let me tell you something. Their job is really not that important. What they're trying to do is try to get a story that they could put on the air that's falsified. And if you ask me, you ruin families that way. Did you ever stop to think that you're ruining someone's life when you make up a fabrication about them? What's the matter with all of you? Don't you know that that's, that's the wrong thing to do? That's the wrong approach. 
you know, I wouldn't want to walk out and have these photographers flashing their camera cubes in my face. And they don't leave you alone. They follow you everywhere. When I looked at Princess Diana, beautiful woman, but she couldn't have a personal life. And then when she fell in love with someone, she had that that relationship with Dodie Fayette. Here's another one. Both of them were in the spotlight. They couldn't have privacy time. Even when they went on a vacation together on a cruise, people were taking pictures. Leave them alone and let them have a private life. But guess what? I really believe they chased them into the tunnel that night. When I heard about the news, I was devastated. And right after that, Mother Teresa died too. Two great iconic figures, although Mother Teresa's circumstances were a lot different than Princess Diana's. They were both well known, they both gave back. She was more than just a princess. She did a lot of humanitarian things and now her sons are taking over the things that she did. And I, and I admire that. That's something that I really love to do in my own time, to be remembered for something, for giving back. But when you have people in the spotlight, people who attack you left and right, you have to back off. You know, how would you like it if the tables were turned and we did that to you? You wouldn't like it. Have some respect, have some compassion, kindness. I forgot, people who are in that industry don't have an ounce of compassion or kindness. Now, everyone's gonna attack me on this. Good, that's my personal opinion. I can give my opinion anytime I want. And this is how I feel. I really believe that when you're a photographer, a camera person, someone who's well-known, who has to chase down celebrities or non-celebrities, leave them alone. Let them have a life. You don't think they're entitled to a life? Yeah, they are. Okay? My understanding is this, and I really believe this now. In all the times that I've been exposed to watching stuff on television, and you hear all these news stories, reporters always make up the brunt of it. They're responsible for everything that's happened to all these people. Sorry to say it. I know you want to get your story, but come on now. There's a thing called leave me alone. Let me have my life. Let me have, and you don't want to have someone who has a family and they get pushed into the spotlight because these people will chase you down the street. See, my father said, again, when you put celebrities in a special category, you shouldn't. We're all doing a job. It's just that some of us are more well-recognized than others. Now, I'm sure that when they did the nightclub, when he worked in the nightclub and people were there, I'm sure there were some reporters there. Oh, look, that so-and-so was getting on the stage to sing. He could be an actor, a musician, whatever. And you come out of that nightclub and this is where you have people waiting in the bushes for that big story. What is so important about that? You know, and then I, I look at the people that sit on line at the supermarket or stand on line at the supermarket and they look at the stupid tabloid magazines. Trash. That's all it is, is trash. Now, another person I want to reflect, because I've been watching all weekend and I've been, and I feel bad for him. He's been gone 13 years. Michael Jackson, the late, great Michael Jackson. If you think about his life, what he went through, because in the news, he was called as wacko jacko. How terrible is that? And he was attacked for you know the claims the vicious claims they said that he he sexually molested little boys or or just boys in general he would have children sleep with him in his bed come on now where are you getting all of this and you think back to the life that he had if you go all the way back to his childhood he didn't have much of a childhood how many interviews had he done where that's the one question they asked what was your childhood like What was it like growing up as Joe Jackson's son? He was afraid of his father. He got most of the beatings from his father. He was uh, the seventh boy born to nine children, seventh in the family. Now, all of his brothers had to rehearse 
because his father wanted him to be in this, you know, be the musical sensations that they were, they couldn't have a childhood. Right home from school, boom, rehearsal. And I would think that that's not normal. He said, I never had a normal child. I never had a childhood that most children take for granted. Think about that. Can you imagine growing up in a musical family and your father drives you to work every single day? You don't have a chance to have fun, to go out and be with your friends. You don't have that option. You're constantly working. Now, he became a success from that, but still, his own life was tumultuous. When I look at him, he was a genius, a great dancer. You know, he was someone that was compassionate towards children. He was compassionate to people. And yes, he had many stories written about him. But if you take back, you know, take a step back into his personal life, you'd understand why. You know, he had that Neverland Ranch and he had animals. And I remember Bubbles the Chimp. You know, and, and someone wanted to ask me this question. At the time, this is what I believed at the time. What would you rather be around, people or animals? Animals. Because animals give unconditional love. They don't judge you. They don't criticize you. They don't put you down. They don't call you names. They love you unconditionally. Whereas people, well, people can put you down, can judge you, can criticize you. I mean, think about that. When you are in the spotlight and you're well known from the time you were a young boy up until when he was a man and even after, he went solo on his own. He did all of these wonderful videos. I have most of his songs that I listen to. And when I go back to a time and I look at his videos, he was a genius. But all the stories that were written about him, come on. That's why paparazzi, when they get involved, they make up fabricated stories about somebody. Why don't you ask the person what they're really all about instead of making up a false story? Do you know that you tear families apart by doing that? His children, he kept them out of the spotlight for a reason. Who wants to be exposed to all the lies that, the, that, they, that they've created? Think about that for a second. If you say to yourself, if I had that kind of a lifestyle, I would want my family to be private. Privacy. We all need privacy in this world. But we don't get enough of it. And you blame technology for that. There are some people that choose to be, quote, not in the spotlight, and if they are, they want to have a life like everybody else. Because let's put it this way, before you became famous, you were an ordinary person. You did an ordinary job. You weren't born into acting, right? If you see of all the celebrities, the lives that they lead, some of them are not in the spotlight, and if they are, they keep a low profile, which you should do. Even if you could become super famous, You still have to have a private life of your own, and people have to respect that. See, my father, again, didn't believe about the whole actor's thing. Like, oh, they're just people doing a job. He was never phased by them. And when you work in a nightclub and you have famous people walking in every single night, there you go. You get used to it. He actually sat down and broke bread with them. He had conversations with them. He treated them like normal people. But again, when you're in the spotlight, whether you're a musician, an author, a writer, an actor, a producer, a sports celebrity, whatever, you get written about. And the stories that they write about you are not even true. And when you have family members, you don't want to include your family members into it. That's why family members or family in general are private. Keep them out of the spotlight. Social media is notorious for taking a story and just twisting it. Who are you going to believe? You might as well believe the actual person themselves. And if they get interviewed, they will tell you the things that are written about me are not true. But when I think of Princess Diana and I think of Michael Jackson, two greatest, they did a lot 
to help humanity, to be, to be compassionate, to give back. They didn't have a private life. They were always in the spotlight. The cameras were always chasing them for everything. It's just a shame. It's a shame. If ever in my lifetime I do become, quote, known for the work that I've done, I don't want people chasing me down. There is a time and a place. When you want to form a relationship with someone and they have a measure of notoriety about them and they're well known for something, they have a right to a private life, just like everybody else. But a lot of people take it for granted. Say if you were on the other side of the reporter, ask yourself this question. If you had to do their job, wouldn't you feel like, hey, look, I'm going to back off right now. Let them do their thing. Let's give them privacy. Let's respect them. There's a matter called respect. People don't know what that is. What does respect to you? What does respect mean to you? Because in this day and age, we don't have enough privacy. We don't have enough kindness. We don't have enough of anything. This world has become a battlefield. When you think about it, it's people against people. That's basically what it is. I would like to see all of us get along, have some peace and harmony. Is that too much to ask for? Because I really believe that if we had some measure of peace and harmony, we would be able to get along and not judge or criticize. Everybody has to have that last word. When has it become so politically incorrect to mention something, to do something, rewrite history? You can't rewrite history. History has already been taught. History has been done. Why are you going to go back and take things out of history books when it's been done? Think about all the stuff that happened during the pandemic, and I want to jump around on that too, because again, people have their own opinions on things. I don't like talking about politics politics and religion, although I did bring up religion last yesterday, because I think it's important to, under, to respect people's religious beliefs. Now, I also believe, and, and I think I, I touched about reincarnation, I really believe you can have an afterlife. You can, you can have many lives. I think a lot of people have said, oh yeah, I was this person, but how do you know that? You were reborn again? I think once you're gone, you're gone. And even if you do come back, who knows if you're going to come back as a human? You can come back as an inanimate object or an animal or whatever, or a non-living thing. It's interesting to learn about the perspective and the, the cultural ideals of, of different cultures, what they believe in. Some people believe in the occults. Do you believe in the occult? There are movies made about it. There are certain parts of the world that still believe that the occult exists. Cults exist, period. They exist everywhere, not just international. They're domestic, too. In some parts of the Midwest, they have cults. But I could tell you, some of the cults brainwash, brainwash people into doing things they don't want to do or are uncomfortable with. And when you start believing in the things that they tell you, God forbid, if you go outside of the cult, you get punished. Oh, my God. Think of it that way. You will get punished for whatever it is you were not supposed to tell. I've seen movies about that based off of real-life news stories. They made a movie about it, about these cults, where they make people drink poison so that they can end their life and they go into the afterlife, that you're going to get redeemed, you're going to get into heaven. Not when you kill yourself. When you kill yourself, you're taking your own life. That's the greatest sin. When you're in a cult, though, they brainwash you. You can't have a life. You can't have a life outside of your own. God forbid, and you go against them, forget it. You will get punished. And the punishment could be various things. When there are women and children involved, you feel, you feel bad for them because they are a part of that. 
they've tried to, I think I've seen an instant where a woman had to escape with her children. Children got married off, the women, the young girls had to get married off at the age of 11 to these older men. That's just terrible. And this man had so many wives. Oh, polygamy, boy. That's another topic I want to get into. But I don't want to ruffle any feathers because there are people that believe that having more than one wife, you know, you you get to have this many children, you multiply. No, it's against the law to have more than one wife. But in some places, it's not. You know, and you think to yourself, well, if a husband can have more than one wife, why can't a wife have more than one husband? But I don't think that's a good idea. I think it should be one and one. One wife, one husband. They're both joined together. In some places, though, they believe that. And I think, well, I'm sorry. Why, to procreate? Is that the reason why? Or is it because the more wives, the better? God forbid if one wife gets attacked by her husband, the other ones will stick by him. And if you go against him, then you know your life is in danger. He can come after you. can have someone attack you or worse. If you think about all the stuff that's going on in this world, again, with paparazzi, just the name itself, paparazzi. Well, what does that mean? Well, let's just put it this way. I would not want to be around someone who's going to constantly push a camera in my face. Or if I wanted to go out somewhere, I can't. You got a shield. You got to wear disguises. You have to do that to protect yourself and your family. Why can't you live a normal life? Why is that so difficult? And again, you don't have to be, quote, in the entertainment field, although the majority of them are. But then there are that are non-entertainers that have done or have done something so great that they had that five minutes of fame that they're well-recognized. Again, when I did the LinkedIn Live video, I'm sure people are going to be, oh my God, we have to find this woman. Yeah, finding me is one thing, but if you're going to start asking me and hounding me and just attacking me left and right and not having me live a normal life, we're going to have a problem because I will stand my ground and I will say something to all of you. I don't like cameramen, I don't like reporters, and I definitely don't like tabloids because they take a story and they twist it. Do you know that you wreck families, you ruin families, and children should not be exposed to that. Look at social media. Social media is full of con artists and and tabloid reporters and, and paparazzi. It's like, oh my God, leave these poor people alone. Leave them alone. When you think back to Princess Diana, again, I read her story she could not have a life they were constantly chasing her you saw you know and I'm, I'm thinking to myself is that how it's always going to be you can't have a measure of privacy you can't walk down the street you can't be alone with the person that you love you're going to be constantly the photographers coming in your face you know the first time you make it on your own and you're known for something yeah it's wonderful it's a great feeling but after a while you want that privacy Respect the privacy of people. Let them have a normal life. Not where they're always being attacked, because as soon as they walk out of their house, that's exactly, they're, they're, they're surrounded in the bushes. They're just waiting to jump out and flash those cameras. And I say to you, let's wear a disguise. Let's disguise ourselves. But why should we, right? Why should we disguise ourselves from them? But again, I really believe that that the paparazzi caused Diana's death. They chased him into the tunnel. I really believe that. Because all her, all her life, you could see, every, mo- every movement, everything that she did, even with her current boyfriend, they were being photographed. And all these stories were made about them. And again, you start to wonder, what is really going on over here? But I ask all of you now, if you had that five minutes of fame and you had somebody chasing you down the street or you couldn't even go into a store or whatever, 
Wouldn't you stand up for yourself and your family? You would, right? That's the honorable thing to do. But a lot of people don't know how. They don't know how to back away. I mean, if I see somebody with a camera, I'm like, all right, get away from me. First of all, I don't want my picture taken, camera shot. And second of all, there's a time and a place for that, and this is not the time. When you want to spend time with your family, back off. How would you like it if I chased you down the street with the camera? You wouldn't like it, so don't do it to me. But I just wanted to get that off my chest because, again, the stories about Princess Di and, and Michael Jackson, their lives were just, I don't know, it made me cry. I teared up. Especially Michael Jackson. He established himself, but then he had all this stuff written about him and, and the things that they, they said he did. How do you know? Were you there? He did not have a childhood. If he had a childhood, it would be different. His childhood was from the time he was a little boy to, to, a, to a teenager, to a young man, was working consistently. You're not going to have any type of fun. And they were also known as Jehovah's Witnesses. They didn't believe in celebrating birthdays and holidays. I still don't understand that. But then I remember there was a special with Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor says, well, now you broke away free from your family. You're not a Jehovah's Witness anymore. She actually went into his home and decorated it. Christmas tree, which he never had, presents. I was like, wow. I was so surprised. And I was like, this is something that his, because they were good friends with Elizabeth Taylor. They've known each other for years. Um, she did that for him. She wanted him to have the first Christmas ever as an adult. Because they didn't have that when they were growing up. Can you imagine not having the holidays? That would be pretty. You'd be missing out. Children should have to have those holidays, you know. Of course, when I was little, and I will, I will tell you this quickly, I didn't believe that there was Santa Claus. My father made me believe that. I'm like, first of all, where I live, there's no chimney, so how's he going to come down? We didn't have a fireplace, we didn't have a chimney. Was he going to knock on the door, climb through the window? What? I didn't believe it. I know what all of you are going to think. Oh my God, you were bizarre. Yes, I was bizarre. I stood out and I'm unique, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'll also tell you something, okay? My beliefs on certain things are my own beliefs. I don't expect people to agree with me on here. But when you start attacking somebody for what they believe in, shame on you. We're not always gonna agree with everything in this world. We're not. We all have our opinions on many different things. My opinion falls on, on, on many different things. I have the human compassion side, especially when it comes to people, people that are struggling. Again, struggles. Let's not think about that now. It's temporary. I think we're going to get back to some type of normalcy. And I also believe that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that there is that time that we're going to do the things we want to do. All the stuff we have that we want to do are put on hold for now. But once we get out of ourselves, like for me, for instance, I have my struggles and I'm not even thinking about it. I'm thinking towards the present and the future. And that's what I told my significant other. I said, we will get through this together. We will have a life together. We will be happy together. We will be with each other. But right now, all we have to focus on is being positive. If you're going to have that negative mindset, all those negative emotions are going to cloud you. All those negative emotions are going to come at you all at once, and you're going to give up. Do not give up. Don't give in to negativity. Think positive. Think to yourselves, struggle? Who, me? No way. I'm going to come out of the top. Struggling? No. Victory? Yes. Say no to struggle, yes to victory. That would be a great title. No to struggle, yes to victory. So I'm going to let all of you guys go to enjoy the rest of your holiday, the rest of your week. Stay strong and true to yourselves. Remember, this is only temporary. We can get out of this situation. And as far as privacy, 
Privacy is important. In this day and age, there's too much technology, too much stuff going around. People are talking about one another, we're reporting about or making up stories along the way and really shaming families, defaming them. Shame on all of you for doing that. So God bless all of you. Have a great week. Take care.